What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Blog Talk Radio. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you back to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And helping me with this duo is the Chi-Town duo, Chi-Town Mark and Jack Jeff. Welcome back, guys. Hey, Rowdy. Hey, Rowdy, how you doing? Hey, uh, you know, it's tonight's a good show, but kind of a, a, a bummer that the 2017 ARCA Racing Series presented by Bernards has come to an end. Friday night. Well, it's hard to believe it's over already, Roddy. You know, it seems like we were just in Daytona. And here we're <laughs> at the end of it already. Well, you know, guys, maybe next year we'll end it together at Kansas. It, it could have gotten better, but the only way it gotten better to all of us to have been at Kansas. Started at, I'm ready to start it at Daytona. In 2018, and let's finish it at Kansas in 2018. Sounds like one heck of an idea to me, Rowdy. I'm ready. How about you, Jeff? Sounds good to me. It's a plan. I'm ready. Well, got my days that's off. That's right. Well, guys, the way we're going to roll tonight, hey, at 710 tonight, we got Austin Theriot coming back. He's been with us seven times, coming back as the ARCA champion of 2017. At uh, 7.40, we got Thomas the Moose Prater coming on in the DK lock forward number nine. And uh, Thomas and his family finished ninth in po- or seventh in points in ARCA points. Not the number nine DK lock forward. And then hopefully at uh, 8.10 tonight, we're going to have the winner of the uh, ARCA Kansas 150. Driver for MDM, Michael Self. We got our hands loaded down tonight. A lot of talking to do. A lot of great guests. We sure do, Rowdy. It's uh, 
it's it's always a full week, and and we have three guests this evening, and uh, you did a great job in getting us booked this week, and uh, always a pleasure to talk with uh, with Austin and, and Thomas and, and Michael. Uh, this is his first time on the show, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Yes, it is. Michael's first time. He's been knocking at the door. You know, he's been close at, at a couple of tracks this year. And uh, he was at the right place at the right time Friday night. He sure was. Uh, I, I'm going by my uh, reports of the race. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to view it myself yet. I plan on doing that. And, uh, we'll be talking later next week anyway. So, But uh, he did. It sounded like uh, almost like an Austin Thario finish uh, earlier in the year when the seas parted and everything went your way. Well, you know, Austin had a little difficulty there on uh, Friday night. Hey, it couldn't have come at a – if you're going to have it, that it come at the right time. Yeah, it was uh, it was it's always inopportune when you uh, you fall out of a race because of, uh, of problems. But uh, I was kind of hoping he'd be able to finish the whole season with finishing, you know, always in the top ten, and uh, that would have been uh, the icing on the cake for what was a magnificent, really wonderful run for him this year. So we enjoyed it. We got to see uh, the majority of his wins this year, and uh, looking forward to seeing him uh, wherever he ends up next year, Rowdy. Yeah, uh, I tell you, it's good things going to come. Got a bright, bright future. Uh, pure and simple, he's just a really good wheel man, Rowdy, and he proved that this year. Uh, he's a smart driver. Uh, he's aggressive when he needs to be aggressive, and uh, he knows when to lay back and just run and uh, not abuse his equipment. Uh, very smooth, very accurate, very intelligent driving style, and uh, uh, I don't know if I can compare it to anybody in particular, because he seems to have drawn a few different aspects of driving, but uh, he's just good. He's a good wheel man. Well, I wouldn't think it hurts to work for Kenny Schrader either. No, Mr. Schrader puts out some good equipment, and he does the best with that equipment that uh, anybody's done with it in a few years, including the boss. The boss has been behind the wheel quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, what what he accomplished this year, and uh, Mr. and Kenny Schrader gave him the race with this year, and uh, yeah, they they had one of those dream seasons, did they not? Oh, I'm telling you. Uh... It all fell in the right places, didn't it, Jeff? Ten besides just besides Friday. Um, other than that, you know, that was the only bad race he had of the year. Well, you know, if if he was working for me, that'd be the perfect person I'd want because he sure didn't tear nothing up. No, he did. The one piece for the most part, except for the last race. Yeah. And that was because of a blown tire, though, basically. So, you know, can you really blame that on him? No, and, 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 and you know, it was unusual to have a blown tire in the first place with uh, the general tires. Uh, they've been a very durable tire this season. 
Well, you know, the last guy that puts the set on and got time, he can show come up the field. That's That's been a crew chief proven, had it time after time here. Well, that's been a that's been a story all year long, Rowdy. Whoever got their tires the last, you know, had one of the best shots to win the races. Well, you know, we've talked about it on several shows, and that's 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 the way everybody seems to be racing too. Well, yeah, it's it's a strategy man's race. So you're allowed so many tires in the first place, and uh, uh. If you can, you know, keep what's got underneath you for longer than the guy, uh, you know, on back of you, that's that's just a, 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 your strong point. So uh, it was a very interesting piece. We saw a lot of different leaders, a lot of different race winners, and uh, we saw a few repeat winners, and 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 that that happens. It it was just an exciting season. It was a fun season. And like Jeff said earlier, it's hard to believe it's over already. Well, guys, you know, we accomplished a lot this year. I mean, hey, I think we've accomplished a lot. Imagine what we could do with some good equipment. Sky's the limit, Roddy. We're dangerous with good equipment. We're dangerous without good equipment. Look what we did. I know, guys. I mean, it, it's incredible uh, just to think about what we had done in the past. On that, I believe it was the uh, Daytona show, the pre-race at Daytona. I got the list and here. Pre- and that pre-race at Elko too, we did pretty good. That 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 show, that, that pre-race show. at Elko, Minnesota was good. We even had Bob Dillner on that on that night. Yep. We've had Bobby Dale. Uh, Dalton Sargent, Shane, A.J. Fack, uh, Brad Smith. Uh, this is it. Bob Dillner was on it. Thomas Prater was on it. Justin Fontaine was on it. I mean, we really had some great guests. That uh, Riley Herps was on there. Brett Holmes, Zane Smith. Christian Ekins, Dalton Sarger. Hey, it just went on and on and on. I think we like had Justine told... on too one one time or another and yeah, we had a the whole gamut on. So it's been a heck of a that was a heck of a show and, and we went out on the limb to see if we could do it and it wasn't easy. No, but it was worthwhile, Rowdy. Jeff did a great oh, job yeah. running around because it, it was it was Jeff's legs, not mine. That were you know keeping us ahead of the game on that one, and uh, we 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 did things that we weren't sure we could do, and we pulled them off. And like we said, maybe with the right equipment uh, and the, and a little better timing, and we have to work on things too. It, it's just going to get better. Well, we we kind of got it. Worked out. All we got to do is just get the right equipment to make it happen. And we're we going to, it's going to all work for the better of the sport next year. And I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, I don't want to bang our drum too much tonight, Rowdy, or at any time, but uh, uh, we, we covered ARCA like nobody's covered it before. 
Uh, we were able to do things with ARCA that we weren't able to do before. We were able to expand ourselves a little bit uh, to the short track scene um, and even in the NASCAR with the trucks and a little bit of Xfinity. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not going to sit on our laurels. We're going to try to make it bigger and better even more so next year. Well, all right, guys. Hey, who we've been waiting on tonight, let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome the 65th ARCA Racing Series presented by Bernard's champion of 2017 driver for KSR number 52 Ford, Austin Theria. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, I'm telling you, Austin, it gets longer and longer. <laughs> hey, congratulations, man. What a, what, what a year you've had, Austin. Absolutely, yeah. It's, uh, it's almost surreal, and, and it's been a couple of days we've had to digest this all, and um, everybody's still really pumped up. And you know, it's 20 races, but you don't win. The, you don't really win the championship technically in one race. It's it starts at Daytona, and we uh, we just were successful right from the start. So um, we were really consistent, got a bunch of wins, and put ourselves in a, in the right position during the races, and. Uh, you know, it paid off in the end, so couldn't thank everybody enough. All the hard work throughout the year, the late nights and um, frustration sometimes, but in the end it pays off. Well, hey, I want to say congratulations to your pit crew. You got, they're awesome, uh, Austin. They've they done you a fabulous job all year. Yeah, absolutely they have. The guys over the wall were, were good. Um, and the guys that worked in the shop and the mechanics and the crew chiefs or the, the crew chiefs, they, there was actually multiple towards the end of the year sometimes when we, when we had more than one car. So it was a team effort in general. And, um, I'm just a guy that <laughs> they make the trophy out to, but at the end of the day, it's, it's everybody involved. Well, Austin, I mean, you, you, you've, y'all season was so pretty much flawless to the very end. It was like a fairy tale come true. And, hey, we see great things for you, Austin. I'm going to throw you over to Mark. Mark, you're live with Austin Therio, ARCA champion. Thanks, Rowdy. Well, wow, what a great uh, pleasure it is to see ARCA champion to you, Austin. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we, we've been lucky enough to have you on the show quite a bit this season, and, and you, you made it a little difficult to uh, – I had to go outside the box a little bit to think of questions for you this evening. Well, um, I figured we were just going to have a celebration. Well, we are. I'm glad you're allowing us to be a small part of it. But can you, was there anybody in your family or, or, or friends in racing or whatever, what influenced you to get behind the wheel and be a race car driver? Well, I come technically from a first-generation family uh of stock car racing. Uh, nobody else in the family did it. The only thing I can look back at and say was my grandfather and my father were involved in truck pulling, um, which is pretty popular around the country. It's just not to the same level as NASCAR is and, and ARCA and whatnot. 
Um, so, so we were involved in motorsports. My grandfather bought me my first race car at 13. So that was back in 2007. Um, and the local short track had just opened up after it been closed for several years. So it just worked out good timing. Um, and I was always a, 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 you know, a race fan in general, used to visit, uh, racetracks with my grandparents during the summer, uh, as a just casual race fan. And Mark Martin was my favorite driver. And, um, so even before I started racing, actually, it was in my blood. It's just a matter of I got the opportunity to, to start in a four-cylinder uh, race car, which was actually a piece of junk to start. But I figured <laughs> you got to start somewhere, and, and that was some of the most fun I've ever had because I, I didn't know what to expect. And obviously it's grown from there. And as I moved up the ranks, it became much more serious. Well, it seems we have a little bit in common because Mark Mark was my favorite growing up also, and and uh, uh, I didn't have everybody in my family interested in racing either. There was a track that was a couple miles down the road from us, and I could hear them, and one day I went and checked it out with friends, and I was hooked since. So, uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing thing, racing, what it does to your, once it's in your bloodstream, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 different for everybody. Um, for me, I think it's the challenge. It's the challenge that really draws me to it. It keeps drawing me to it. Sometimes it's, it's really frustrating because you feel like you're, you're not moving forward and, and, um, you know, no matter what you do, but you got to keep after it and, and always be looking for other, for the next opportunity. And just like this year, going into this year, I didn't have anything until I met Ken Schrader at the PRI show in 2016. And, uh, you know, all of that's history at this point. Well, the heck of a history you guys made. Uh, you guys made history all season long. Uh, uh, your wins over the multiple different uh, tracks and, and surfaces, and uh, um, there were a couple of surprise wins in there for you. And I don't know, I think the most exciting one for me was Elko. Uh, we were there, we were watching it, it happened right in front of us from the infield, and it was just our jaws were wide open, weren't they, Jeff? Yeah, they were even uh, even the one at Road America too. How every, we were we were in that last turn when that crash happened and everything opened up and like part of the season you were off for the win in uh, Elkhart Lake too. Yeah, we we've enjoyed a lot of your uh, success this year and uh, congratulations and uh, uh, how how did you have a little fun a couple weeks ago with uh, Oxford Plains with your uh, super late model? Yeah, I had a little bit of fun. It was it was a little frustrating too because I hadn't raced that car in three years and it was giving us a hard time. So, um, you know, I had a little bit of both. I had some fun and it was a little frustrating. So, it was good to, but it was good to get up there and just see some people that I hadn't seen in a while and a lot of familiar faces from when I used to race up there. Um, so yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting weekend for us. Well. You know, racing can be frustrating no matter how much fun you're having at it, and uh, that, that's why, you know, they call it racing. That's true. Well, thanks so much. Congratulations. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. I know he's got some good questions for you too, Austin, and uh, maybe we'll see you down at Pensacola as a, as a participant or even a spectator. We'll look for you. Okay, hopefully we'll see you there. Thanks, Austin. All right, Jeff, take her away. 
Thanks, Mark. Hey, Austin. Uh, thanks for being on the show, taking your time out again, uh, and also congratulations on your uh, championship for the for the year. Um, you had a, just a tremendous season. Now, other than winning winning the championship during the season for the season, did you have any hot? What were your like highs and lows of the season? Anything that you could recall? Well, we really struggled at Pocono. <laughs> Those were our those were the two well say two tracks two races in one track that we really couldn't ever get figured out. Um, I had a lot of fun at the at the dirt races at Springfield and Ducoin. Got my first pole in a dirt dirt race ever because that was my first start at Springfield I believe. And then Ducoin winning the race um, almost we almost had a shot at winning at Springfield. So I had uh, had a lot of cool experiences at the dirt tracks and hopefully hopefully get another opportunity to race there at some point now what do you got going for the rest of the year or in the next year is there anything in the works right now or is it just or is there any talk about anything and that maybe you can't even talk about that but is, is there something possibly in the works for going on for next year now well it's it's always a work in progress i don't have anything figured out yet um you know, realistically, there, there's probably not a lot of options right now on the table. So we'll take the next couple months, and, and I'd, I'd love to be in a race car. I mean, if I had any opportunities to finish out the year and, and, and do something at, uh, at a different level, I would. But that hasn't really presented itself. So uh, we'll see. It de- probably by December, I'd like, to, I'd like to have a plan of some sorts. And um, anything past that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start getting a little bit worried. So we'll have to see how it all turns out. Well, I think somebody would be crazy if they didn't do something with you for, for what you did this year. Uh, what about coming back in an ARCA car next year? Is that something, the possibility, or is it, or you, or you think you kind of want to move on? Well, it's, a, it's a possibility. Um, for me to continue moving up in my career, I'm, I'm at some point have to get back in the Xfinity or something or in the truck series, but uh, I always have great experiences racing ARCA a lot of fun this year and, and we'll have to see, we'll have to just see what, what the landscape looks for 20, 2018. And then I can, uh, you know, figure out if ARCA is going to be a part of it. Well, you need to tell Kenny to give you, get you a car for the snowball derby. <laughs> All right, Austin, again, congratulations on your championship and I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Thanks, Jeff. Well, Austin, I tell you, it's uh, hey, we truly appreciate you taking the time out, you know, on your Monday nights and stopping by. This is the eighth time, and I know that you know you're a busy guy. And hey, I see great things happening. You just keep doing what you're doing. It's it's all going to work out, and uh, you know we're, we're moving on in. We covered trucks this year. Uh, hopefully, next year we're going to cover the Xfinity also. So. We're trying to add to us, and we're looking forward to having you back on again, Austin. Uh, you want to talk about your uh, sponsors and uh, how everybody can follow you on social media, how they can follow the 2017 ARCA champion? Absolutely. Um, everybody can follow on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. There's a lot of people that follow us on Facebook as well. i got uh, over 30,000 people, and a lot of those people are back in New England, and uh, a good chunk of them are, are new fans that followed us this year, so they can they can go and 
you know, search my name, Austin Terrio. And um, we're so lucky throughout the 2017 season, we had some people that stepped on board. Um, but longtime supporters of Ken Schrader, Federated Auto Parts, um, I had a couple people, a couple companies back in, in Maine that supported me and I'm very fortunate to have Cross Insurance. We had the EJP up there in Maine come on board. Um, but it was, uh, it was the people behind the scenes, all the teamwork, all the, all the late nights, like I mentioned in the beginning that, uh, really put us over the finish line. There was a few, there was a few nights where we worked basically until we, we loaded the car up and then all packed in the van and headed to the racetrack. So there was like 24 hours of no sleep that happened to us a couple of times and ended up, uh, I think winning one of those, one of those races. So it was, it's well worth the effort you put into it sometimes, but it's it's been a great year overall, and I've enjoyed being on the show eight times. You said, well, that means I was on after every win, and then we I guess we have a bonus in there somewhere. So it would have actually been this time, correct? That's correct. Well, you're the champion. You're supposed to be on. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I'll I'll take that any time to be a champion. I, uh, well, I'll do as many as I need. <laughs> champion overrules winner. Winner of the race. Champion of the Arkham Racing Series. That's pretty awesome, Austin, and, and thanks for being part of it with us. I've enjoyed it. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Congratulations, Austin, and thanks. Okay, take care, guys. All right. You. Well, there you got it, guys. Hey, that season, you can just write her down and sign it off. Austin Therio, the ARCA 2017 champion. You heard that right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Maybe not the first time, but it won't be the last time you hear about it on the Rowdy Maglite Show, that's for sure. Hey, and all these are archived, so you can go back and find that the eight shows or the seven previous to these, this one, and uh, listen to the show. Because they're all archived on my Facebook page. If you keep scrolling back or go to the link. Well, all right, guys. Hey, our next one at what Central Time? You know we got to keep this Central. We got we got Thomas the Moose Prater coming on. Well, Thomas had a up and down year, but he ended up on a strong point, finishing seventh in points, Rowdy. Seventh. That's that's exactly right. Well, that's quite an accomplishment, and nobody I think puts more miles on than uh, the Prater team. That's for sure. Getting to and from the racetracks. Nope. Nope. Hey, you know, guys, the advantage that Austin's got on a lot of folks in Xfinity that they don't have is racing with a composite body. That would be a strong point for some car owners, I would think, Rowdy. What do you think, Jeff? Does uh, is, is the composite make that much difference? Oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, I think you'd really have to ask the driver, honestly. Um, I've never driven one, so I, I'm really not sure. Um, I'm not sure how much difference there is in handling and things like that but i'm sure there's some 
differences, and uh, it might be a little bit of an advantage. I would think it's some, uh, it would be an advantage. Weight-wise, there's only 100 pounds as far as trying to shuffle it around the track. Well, that 100 pounds is being able to be adjusted and put around different spots of the car can make a big difference, Rowdy. I think the biggest thing with composite bodies is uh, on, on over the steel bodies is is the the, the downforce and the, uh, the aero package of, of the whole body itself is just a little bit better. So you know what that's going to mean? You're going to go a little bit better over the uh, the steel body cars. Well, guys, listen to this uh, twenty two. First-time winners with the out of sixty that the Elmore's been in place. Wow! Wow, that's heck of a percentage there, Rowdy. Twenty-two out of sixty. But it also shows the talent that's coming to Arca, and people need to be paying attention to Arca a little bit more because there's some good, good drivers out there. There's some young guys who. Uh, started to make a bit of a splash this season and I think we're going to be big names next year. Yeah. Uh, they, Kristen Eckes, uh, uh, Natalie Decker has gotten a full-time ride, so it'll be interesting to see what she can do with it. Is well, she a real yeah. or is she another Danica? Well, we're fixing to find out. Uh, She's, you know, she's inked the deal for the whole year, so she's going to be up for rookie of the year. I guess she'll be up for rookie of the year. I would suspect she would be, because I don't think she ran enough races this year to uh, to put that in jeopardy, Rowdy. I don't think she did. Uh, and the amount of races she ran this year, she's progressively gotten a little bit better with each race, so... For the full season next year, who knows what she can do? Yeah, I'm getting back to see that because Jeff, you and I have seen her race for a couple years right now, and it seems she's reached a uh, a plateau where she needs to 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 go with one thing or another time and get that experience. And also getting back to some of these tracks, you know, she's. Some of these tracks will be new to her next year, but some of these tracks she's going to get back to. So that'll, you know, the, from knowing the tracks a little more might help her 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 finishes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing like going back second time. No, and just being and just being in the and just and also just being in the same car for the whole season. You know, it's not this car this week, this car that week, and taking off a couple weeks. The consistency of doing the full season, the tracks, uh, it's, it's got to be a plus for her. I think it's a plus for any driver, Jeff, uh, to be in that situation. Uh, uh, let's hope she can earn those rights to uh, to progress on up the ladder. And it'll be interesting to see what she does next year with that Uh a regular crew chief and a regular crew and, and you know, every race the same um, amount of people. So uh, 
yeah, looking forward to next season and seeing that. Plus a lot of other exciting uh, eight that 2018 uh, uh, races that that are going to be. We have uh, rumors that there's going to be a new track added next year. So let's hope that happens. That's what we hear. I'm ready for that schedule. Bye, ciao, guys. Well, we did hear it from a legitimate source, and we don't want to say anything because we don't want to be wrong. But, but I think it'll be what they uh, uh, co-race with another thinking uh, body. Well, it's closing down, getting close, Mark. So I don't remember when they announced it last year. I know it took a, a while for it to be announced. I know the schedule. I think they didn't announce it just before the banquet last year, if I'm not mistaken, Rowdy. So we may have a little time to wait on our hands before we see what the uh, 2018 uh, schedule is going to look like, and and if, how much different it'll be, or from this year over you know next year and in previous years. Yes, sir. Does somebody lose? Does somebody gain a race? That's uh, a good deal. So uh, the, the old standbys, I sure will be there. Uh, uh, the, the tracks we've been going to for years and years, uh, but I have a feeling one of those tracks is going to lose one of their two races, and uh, uh, otherwise we're going to a 21 race schedule, and that wouldn't be bad having another race. Have another race, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's within their window of amount of, you know, I, I think one or two more races in the season is something, you know, uh, that they can easily handle. I don't think you want to go much beyond that, so uh, that that just puts a little too much on strain on the teams. But another race or two, uh, I think that's a, uh, in the realm of possibilities, Robbie. Well, I'd just like to see that tightening of that date between Daytona and the fairgrounds in Nashville. Oh, that's a big hole to fill, but uh, we've talked with a lot of different people about that, Rowdy, and, and it unfortunately kind of has to be in the deep south, and uh, not everybody would have the facility in order to, to hold an archery. That's the problem, I think, and drawback. Right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great to be in Memphis. That's an awesome track. Well, Memphis is, a, is an awesome track. Uh, Jeff and I have been able to, lucky enough to attend the race there and enjoy it immensely. Uh, the facility uh, could easily take care of the Arca crowd, and uh, uh, I think it would be a heck of a race, Ralph. It's the perfect size for them. Well, 
I'm going to give a quick rundown. In first place was Austin Therio. Dalton Sargent was second. Shane Lee was third. Gus Dean, fourth. Riley Herps, fifth. Uh, Brett Holmes, he was sixth in points this year after all. And we know his struggles. We followed it with the Brett Holmes racing report. Uh, yep, Thomas Prater. Yeah, Thomas Prater and his group finished seventh. Brad Smith finished eighth. Uh, Zane Smith finished ninth, and uh, A.J. Fike finished tenth. Hey, and Con finished twelfth. Mike Basham finished thirteenth. Wow. Uh, yeah, the Bashams had a tougher year this year than they had last year, and uh, I hope to see them back next year with a composite body car some way, somehow. Uh, they're just too good a race team not to be around. Well, James Hilton and Hilton Motorsports, they 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 have a nice ride. They haven't got all the bugs worked out, but they're working on it. They got the total package. They do, Rowdy. I expect some bigger things and better things for Brad Smith and the Hilton Motorsports Group next year. Uh, they did. They uh, they acquired the the composite body and. Uh, it, it's a whole different animal, it sounds like. So, uh, yeah, it took their time uh, getting it figured out, but I think they are starting to get it figured out. Each race getting a little better, a little better. They did. Each race was a little less and less of a problem for them, and, you know, uh, adjustments and just knowing the car. It takes time, especially if you're coming from one type to another type and, and it's just it's just almost like comparing apples and oranges almost rowdy well there I say Brad I thought they finished Brad finished eighth eighth in points that's pretty good for what they went through guys and I think we should give a shout out and a congratulations to Riley Hurst for uh, clinching the Rookie of the Year award for 2017. He's Pocono winner, wasn't he? Pocono, he come on on a Monday night? Yeah, I do believe so. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, Riley wasn't old enough to run to Pocono, was he? No. No, he wasn't. He, his birthday was the weekend of uh, of that race at Pocono. Well, he missed two races then, and he still got Rookie of the Year. That's amazing. I thought Gustine was going to get it, but Riley really gave a, a great run off season in that car. Hey, guys, we're just fortunate to be with a group of really, really talented drivers that someday are going to dominate Sunday. Well, we surely hope so, Rowdy. Uh We've we've seen a few come through the senior series and move on up, and uh, uh, I I think that's uh, Arca's little niche is uh, being able to develop these guys and uh, offer good racing on top of it. So uh, we're pretty lucky to be involved with the Arca Racing Series. I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, there again, I'm going to everyone 
that races in ARCA series has been part of our show, even the ones that hadn't. It's only because we hadn't got to them, you know, uh, and it's hard to do. There's, there's only so much time in a, in a, a, a week, a day, a month, a year. And I think we've done pretty good to get who we've got on. And we're, hey, listen, this cause tonight's the end of the racing series, Friday night. We, we got a, a full lineup for the off season. Get back to educating our listeners like the Elmore engine. We had uh, Elmore on and uh, Oscar with Elmore. Yeah, I'd like to get the composite body, somebody with five star on. And let's talk about that. Because it looks like they've really got a bright future. I, I think that'd be a, a great uh, interview, Rowdy, and show to have on uh, and, and talk about the possibilities of what they have in the future, and, and especially with NASCAR going with a composite body. Uh, Five Star has been involved in it in a long, long time making race car bodies. So if anybody knows it, they do. Well, you know, and we're gonna get we're gonna have Ty, uh, Tim Bryan on from Fi, uh, down at Five Flags, getting us ready for the Snowball Derby. That's uh, coming up in a few weeks. That's right, Rowdy. Uh, it'll be here before we know it. And uh, you know, as far for me, that's my big one. Uh, has been for a few years now. I love Arca to death, but give me those super big models. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, November seventh and eighth, down in Talladega Speedway, they're having a test for the composite body, so they're going to be testing on November seventh and eighth at Talladega. Yeah, I'm going to go over, guys. I'm going to go over to that. Oh, good, Rowdy. I'm glad one of us will be able to attend it. Uh, right. Yeah, that's not that's not too far for you to go. No, I'm going to run over there and uh, be part of that. Will they let you in? Yeah, I will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, they will. All right, guys. Hey, how about our next guest? Do we have Y'all ready? Man? We're ready. All right, everyone. I'd like to welcome our next guest, Thomas Prater the Moose. In that DK lock number nine Ford. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Thomas. What's going on, guys? Man, just uh, trying to get back, finish the uh, last series of the show here, the Arca Racing Series. Uh, y'all put a lot of miles on that big old truck this season, didn't you? Oh, yes, sir. We sure did, but you know. It, it ain't nothing to it, that old Kenworth. She likes being on the road. <laughs> well, Tom, Thomas finished in seventh, man. That's that's not bad. Yes, sir. It was a uh, it was an up and down season for us. Uh, main thing was we were we were able to to be at every race, uh, be able to you know compete at the ones that that we had you know good stuff at, and and the other ones that were, I shouldn't say that. We've had good stuff at every racetrack, but the ones that we really put a lot of effort into, uh, the short tracks, Daytona, Talladega, um, we were able to perform there. Uh, you know, the bigger tracks, we had an Ilmore there towards the beginning of the season, um, and we run a Roush motor towards the end. Um, but we were able to 
able to, to you know, compete and stay out of the wrecks and uh, bring her home in one piece. And here we are now, 102 races in a row. Congratulations, 102 races in a row. That's a yes, lot of sir, trips out of Mobile. <laughs> it sure is. It's uh, um, Well, I, I shouldn't say all, all of them are not out of Mobile. Some are out of Saudi Daisy, Tennessee, uh, So, uh, but which is still pretty far south. Yeah, still a drive for X and them when they tear out to go to Kansas. Oh, yes, sir, it sure is. I, I think it's a drive for everybody to go to Kansas. Even the people that live in Kansas is a drive for us. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Hey, Mark, you're live with Thomas Prater there. Hey, Thomas, congratulations on a top 10 finish at the point. Uh, you guys deserve it, worked hard for it, and, yeah, you, you you did the highway mileage for it. So, congratulations, buddy. Yes, sir. Well, I I sure do appreciate it. We've uh, we you know, we've we've been on the road quite a quite a bit this year. Uh, uh, really, all five years we've been on the road quite a bit. But uh, you know, being being out of Mobile, Alabama, and being able to to pull out of here every week and, and still be able to go to the racetrack and compete, you know, shows that it can be done outside of North Carolina, which is which is a good thing, and, it, and it's kind of refreshing also. Well, it is kind of refreshing, kind of like the NASCAR team that runs out of Denver. Uh, you guys aren't in the middle of it all, and uh, uh, and, and to compete as well as you do, is I, you, you, you guys just do a whale of a job, and, and it's always incredible to see you guys at the bases. And, uh, we look forward to it all the time. Uh, we, we've been to a few short track races recently, and uh, it just wasn't the same. It was Mr. Erica family. Yeah, it's uh, it is one big family, uh, and you know we all have a good time. And uh, at the end of the day, that's that's what we got to do is have a good time. Well, you and your family have always been so good to us, either feeding us or giving us information. Uh, I don't know how many times we've gotten a meal off the Praetors, so uh, I shouldn't be saying that, but uh, we, we appreciate <laughs> the time you guys give us. So uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. And, uh, I'm going to turn to Jeff, and I know Jeff's got a couple of good questions for you, Thomas. Have a good winner. We'll hopefully see you at the banquet. Yeah, sounds good, man. I uh, hope uh, hope we can have as good a time as Rowdy has at Talladega at the at the banquet. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, all I gotta do is bring. Sorry. All I gotta do is bring that light. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that light shining, huh? <laughs> Take her away, Jeff. Thomas is all yours. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Thomas. Thanks for being on the show tonight. Uh, we appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks for having and, uh, me on, man. Hey, uh, congratulations on your uh, seventh place in points. Um, anything, any, uh, any, any highs or lows you can take away from the season this year, or things you can look for next year? Well, we uh, 
you know, definitely keep trying to make our program better every week, every time we go to the racetrack. And, and really every year, um, you know, we set out a goal and a plan and we try to achieve it. Um, you know, my dad always tells me if, if we don't set a plan, we'll, we'll never achieve anything. So that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. And we're just trying to put a plan in place for next year and, Hopefully we can uh, execute the plan, but there's always bumps and hills and, and issues, but you know, we always seem to overcome it at the end of the day. Now, you were saying you started with the Elmore engine at the beginning of the year and you t- went over to the Roush engine towards the end of the year. Can you explain why you d- did that? Yeah, so uh, we got our Roush engine uh, before Daytona, and it already had some miles on it. Um, so we raced it at Daytona and Talladega, which are the two tracks that we really put a lot of effort into. And we went to the next bigger tracks, Pocono, Michigan, places like that. And before we knew it, we were way over the mileage that they, that Ilmore likes for you to run them at. And I think, so they asked us, we either needed to rebuild it or we needed to, uh, run another engine. Of course, the only other engines we have are Roush engines. So. Um, that's just, that was just how it, how it went. And, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're putting in place right now, hopefully, uh, have that, that Elmore engine rebuilt for next year. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, do you guys have the composite body already or are you still running the steel bodies? Uh, we're still running the steel bodies, but we are working on getting a composite body for the test in Talladega. Um, so that 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 is in plan. That is in place, and hopefully it'll all work out. So you will be at, so if everything goes right, you'll be at the te- uh, test in Talladega with a composite body. Yes, sir, I will. All right, Thomas. Uh, congratulations again on your seventh place uh, finishing the points. So, you know that's uh, that's uh, a tall order to do with some of the competition that's out there and the teams that are out there. Um, again, congratulations and uh, appreciate your time. And thanks for being on the show tonight and uh, have a good off season and hope to see you at the, like again at the banquet and uh, next year we'll be out there in Daytona. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate all y'all's kind words and, uh, We'll uh, we'll see you at the banquet, and hopefully Mr. Rowdy will bring his bring his light, and we'll turn it on and have a good time. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, hey right, Thomas, I understand why you don't move to North Carolina because they ain't nothing like a sunset in Mobile Bay. Uh, hey, that's true, especially when you when you're on a boat with about ten rods behind you, <laughs> and, and the food's better. In Mobile, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, everything's better down here, don't you know? <laughs> it's worth it's worth the drive. I, I've done a lot of work in Mobile. I love it. I love oh, yeah, it. Yeah, man, it's it's great down here. I'm actually I'm well, allergic to the north, so I got to stay down here quite often. I don't blame you. About three or four days, all you stand up north. Yes, sir. That that's it. Then my body just starts rejecting it. I don't. I don't know what happened, so I got to come back down south for some fresh air. Well, Thomas, <laughs> we we appreciate you being part of our show this year, and uh, looking forward to a lot more. And hey, I, I'm glad to see your sister in love. Oh yeah, man. 
I don't I don't know if it's with the right guy, but I guess we'll see. Huh? <laughs> it's it's the what I got. He's the right guy. They both deserve each other. Thomas, appreciate it. Tell your dad and your family, mom, everybody, hello. I'll do it, man. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, the the, uh, sunsets across Mobile Bay, they're uh, magnificent. Well, that's one thing they do have over us in the the, the south, up uh, over us northerners. But uh, it isn't all bad up here, Rowdy. No, no, no. It, it, it smells summer home. Just the weather. Just the weather in the winter is a little tough. That's it. You just need a summer home there. There you go. That's that's what I think we need to do. Well, guys, hey, let me bring, while we're waiting on Michael, uh, Michael Self's calling in at 8.10 Eastern time, the, the winner of the Ark of Kansas 150. Let's bring Todd in. Hey, Todd. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, hey guys. And, and, and we got Don, Don. Don, I forgot to get you in on Thomas. Yeah. That's, that's about like every other time. Hell, I don't get to talk, but at the end, I'm like, you going to do nothing, make a fool out of myself. Ask him about his brother in law coming along. Which is at that point, his brother in law coming along. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. I need a cell phone number, though. You do have a cell phone number, I know. Well, I got hey, I got Todd down on the other side. Well, I ain't heard from Todd in two weeks. Since he Todd's been busy. Todd, it's it's hard to get back in the swing, isn't it? Oh hey, my I've goodness! Two different racetracks. Oh my goodness, gentlemen! I, uh, I I'm so looking forward to next year. I wish I hate to say it, but I wish it was here already. Just, just to be around such great people. Well, Todd, we appreciate it. Don's trying to get himself back from Kansas now. Yeah, I see the pictures. As long as they don't break down again. Yeah, I'm, I'm about home, I think. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm about home. Yeah, about, about six more miles. It'll be King King right in Wayne's driveway. And then you'll see that car getting ready for its composite body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that composite, uh, that, that, that body ain't going nowhere but uh, the, the junkyard. Hey, ask Wayne, is he going to be at Talladega when y'all get over there, Don? Are we going? I'm going to go to the test in uh, Talladega. All right, all right. I'll ask you, but I damn sure ain't riding with him. Yeah, we won't ever make it. Yeah, I'll ask <laughs> you. All right, we're going to have to put Don Don on the other side. Anyway, hey, guys, that's good to hear. Thomas is going to be testing it 
Talladega. Yeah, I was, Rowdy. Uh, uh, I, I hope to uh, uh, they have a good and successful test, and uh, with the composite body and the Elmore engine, it'll be uh, interesting to see how they run. Well, yeah, especially all of them get packed up in there. Well, I hear that, I'm not sure how many cars they have signed up, but they have quite a few cars signed up for that top. Well, just uh, by hearing Thomas say they were going to be there, kind of encouraging. It wouldn't surprise me if James Hilton don't show up. No, no, not at all, Rowdy. Well, if MDM and uh, Venturini Motorsports and uh, M&M and M, a Triple M shows up, I mean, that's a feel right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, I'm a little envious that you're going to be there watching it, Rowdy, but uh, I'm glad one of us from to be able to cover the uh, testing. Well... I, I, yeah, I'm just glad I can get to go. I am too. I am too. Uh, like I said, I'm a little jealous and envious. You're, uh, but if anybody of us does that, uh, that test session, it's you, Rowdy. Well, hey, maybe I ought to apply for media credentials again. <laughs> I I think that you should. I mean, hey. It's deserving the media. Oh, recovering the series that we cover. Uh, and uh, I think it's only logical. Well, all right, guys, we're getting, we're not that far away from Michael calling in. And we're going to have this season kind of wound up, wound out, and proud of what we did. I'd like to give a little shout out to that race I went to last night. Uh, it was the final super late mile race of the upper Midwest like yesterday. And uh, I was lucky enough to attend it. And uh, Ty Majewski, uh, those of us are able to back home to the super late mile and won the 150 lap finale. So, uh, it was a good race. The, the weather got a little cold towards the end, but uh, they got it in, and that's what's important. Dell's Raceway Park puts on a heck of a race, I'm telling you. Yeah, you had a good time. Well, you know, a bad time at the race is still better than a good time at work, Rowdy. That's right. No. I had a very enjoyable time. Uh, you know, that, that's my weakness is those super mile races. So uh, I was enough to be there. I got to see some family this weekend and visit with them and have just a wonderful couple of days with, uh, with Warren and, and my family. And uh, it was just good to be there for another race. Well, 
It's never a bad thing. You kind of battled the rain there to begin with, didn't you, Mark? We did, Roddy. The precipitation just didn't want to let up, but all of a sudden you can see off on the horizon the, the sky is actually clear. So uh, they, they waited it out maybe four hours longer than uh, the, the starts of, of the racing should have begun, but they got it in. They did a, a hurry-up show, but they ran all the races they planned on running, and uh, uh, every race was pretty good last night. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to be there. Well, Mark, any highs or lows for the year at ARCA? I don't know about lows, Rowdy. Uh, uh, the highs of the year, ooh, that Elko race was good. Uh, I, the, the, just the side of the track and both cars on, and they put on a whale of a show, and the finish was phenomenal. Uh, Elkhart Lake, another good time, uh, good race, uh, enjoyable. Jeff and I had a, a, a good time covering that race. It, it was just a lot of fun. And keeping our eyes opened up a little bit. It was a great three days in Daytona, was it not? It was. It was. I'm looking forward to it again. Well, I'll have to make it again. It's just too good of a... Uh, after the winter, uh, it's good to get down there and smell the race fumes. It's a great way to start the season. It definitely isn't bad, Rowdy. It definitely isn't bad. And, you know, the weather's held up. I mean, we've raced on a Saturday night, I know, for the last five years, if not six. True, and uh, they just got it in this year, and uh, the skies opened up. So, yeah, the... uh, the Arca people have been pretty lucky with the weather, that's for sure. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's what, I believe somebody said it was like 105 days a few days ago. They've already got a countdown on a meter now. Well, that meter is just going to go slower than all of us wish it would go, but eventually next year and uh, we'll be seeing we'll, uh, we're going to go for it again. Well, there again, I'm glad Jeff brought up Riley Hertz winning the rookie of the year. That was a, that was down to the last end of the race. Uh, yeah, it was the last race of the year. Uh, Gustine, uh and, and Riley and and uh Brad Holmes. Brad Holmes Hardy. Uh we're all yeah. in the running for it. So uh there was a good rookie crop this year and they all drove their hearts out and their butts off and uh congratulations all three of them and I hope to see them a lot next year at the races. Well, you know, people are already planning for next year. We are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We're scheming already. Well, it's been better than sitting on our laurels or our thumbs, and uh, yeah, we uh, we need to. Uh, if we don't look at the future and make some plans, we're going to be sitting on the backside and uh, wondering what happens, Rowdy. That's right. Well, you know, one more big event for me, and that'll be the Snowball Derby, and looking forward to it. Yeah, Jeff and I, uh, lucky enough, we got a couple of events before that, Rowdy, and uh, we'll be down in Charlotte for the World Dirt Finals. And, uh, uh, we're looking to go to Hickory for a 300-lap super late mile race uh, in the middle of November. So, uh, yeah, race every month. That's a pretty good year. Have y'all heard back from Charlotte? I have not. Uh, I'm going to give it another shot and see what happens, Rowdy. I'm going to call him this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe y'all can get that worked out. We'll have it worked out. We we have a connection at the Speedway besides uh, the media outlet, so uh, that's a help also. And uh, um, it's it's just three solid nights of really good racing, Rowdy, on the beautifully prepared dirt track. Uh, you get to see three different divisions of racing, uh, so everybody's happy. And for those who can see one division normally, they get to see another division that, you know, maybe it'll open their eyes a little bit. Uh, it's just a really good show. It's, it's worth the drive from the Chicago area down to Charlotte, and uh, Jeff and I are looking forward to it. Well, they'll be getting sideways. <laughs> yes, they will. Yes, they will, Rowdy. And uh, That's a two-day a two event, Mark. Three days. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, we'll leave Wednesday evening, get down there Thursday morning, uh, get a little sleep, uh, get up, go to the races that night. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, they're running a uh, uh, an asphalt race uh, at Concord Speedway just down the road from the Charlotte Speedway. And during the day, we'll be at the asphalt track covering the uh, modified Super late models, and that night will be at the dirt files covering that. A full weekend. Friday and Saturday is going to keep us hopping. Two tracks in a day, um, but somebody's got to do it. We're going to give it our best shot. <laughs> Did Jeff, you up to it? I think so, Rowdy. I got the days off. I'm ready to go. Yep. Like the Cowboy said, this isn't the first rodeo we've gone to there. No, it's not. And it's a great show. When you see about 30-some races a night, it's, it's it's a great show. Yeah. It, it, it's a different mindset, Rowdy. Instead of seeing one long race, you see a, a, a lot of shorter events. And uh, they're exciting. It, it, it's just a little different. Than, than we're normally used to, and uh, like Jeff said, it's a great show. Uh, it's, it's hard to beat. And, uh, we'll see good asphalt racing during the day, so 
Uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to it. Weather permitting, uh, we'll hit five races in four days. Three days. Well, Three I, days. Hope the weather, I hope the weather's with you guys. It has been all year, though, hasn't it? For the most part, we've yeah. got a couple of rainouts. Once we, we got shook, rain, but yeah, we, we got, got rid some of rain, 20. but we were able to get the races in. Yeah. We spent a few 2016s in Josie. We did. Uh, Josie got her oil changed last week in a bath, and she was uh, all ready to go to Wisconsin this weekend. Uh, drove through a couple of rainstorms, so she needs another bath, but she'll be ready for Charlotte. Well, that's we going to be here quick, isn't it, guys? Man. Next weeks, Wednesday. Howdy. Next Wednesday, isn't it, Mark? A week from Wednesday. A week from this Wednesday. Uh, no, uh, next Wednesday. So. <laughs> Not, it's a week. It's it's a week from this coming Wednesday. Yeah, a week from Wednesday. So it's next week. Who? Gonna be busy. That's coming quicker than you thought, Mark. They all come quicker than I thought, Rowdy. Hey, guys, we get to play the victory victory song twice in one show. That's great. It's uh, uh, we we need to update the uh, the, the victory lane opening of the show a little bit, but uh. It's nice to be able to do that twice in one show. We've not been able to do that before, have we? Nope. Hey, uh, can you give me just a quick rundown of the top five, the way they finish, Mark? I can. You have it, Jeff? I got it. Why don't you read it off, then? All right. First-time winner in ARCA, Michael Self. Uh, second was Ty Majeski. Third place was Zane Smith. Fourth place was Shane Lee. And rounding out the top five was Dalton Sargent. Well, all right, guys. Hey, why don't we bring on our next guest? Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome the winner of the ARCA Kansas 150 driver for MDM and the number 28 Chevrolet, Michael Self. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Michael. Hey, how are you guys tonight? Man, doing good. You uh, finally kicked that door down. You've been knocking at it for a while and got it kicked down Friday night. Yeah, that's the truth. That's how, uh, how I feel. kind of been so close in the ARCA series so many times this year. Uh, felt good to felt good to just finally break it down and get the Sinclair Oil Chevy into into victory lane and uh, at the last last race of the season. Well, Michael, how does a young man from Salt Lake City, Utah, end up in in the racing ARCA racing series? Uh, just a lot of different ways over the years. The the short story of it is my dad got me involved in racing back uh, when I was probably. I think 10, maybe 11 years old. Uh, I started racing asphalt 
road racing go-karts out in uh, Salt Lake City and grew up racing out there and um, always had a passion for NASCAR and stock car racing when I was growing up. So later on in my teen years, when I was around 18, I got a chance to drive a late model one time and then it just developed and grew from there. You know, over the next couple of years, I uh, competed in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West consistently up until 2013. Um, and then after that, took uh, took some some time off just due to financial situation. Um, didn't really race much at all in 2014. Uh, did a little bit in the Xfinity Series there with Johnny uh, Davis Motorsports in 2015. And then 2016 was uh, practically nothing except for the one ARCA race there at Kansas. Um, and then, fortunately, this year, been able to get Sinclair Oil on board and uh, run uh, a handful of races in the ARCA series, and as well as the NASCAR K&N series west again. And uh, so far, it's been a good year of racing. And your and your first time ARCA winner, uh, that that's pretty awesome, Michael. I'm gonna throw you over to to Mark. Mark, you live with Michael Sale, winner of the Kansas 150. Hi, Michael. Congratulations, and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. You know, Rowdy brought up a, an interesting point while he was asking you about your uh, uh, past racing endeavors. And what's the biggest hurdle that you guys uh, have to deal with in doing the K&N West Series? Uh, the big, I mean, the biggest hurdle... For, I think for anyone is going to be finances, just to getting together sponsorship and the resources they need to go racing to begin with. But fortunately, on the K&N West side uh, of things this year, I was able to avoid that a little bit as Bob Brancotti, um was incredibly generous and offered me um, the, the ride in his number nine car over there that this year and was something that uh, I was kind of in the right place at the right time for when he needed a driver. And so was able to, to go out and compete in his equipment with uh, his sponsors on board out there. And um, once I got in the driver's seat, the hurdles that we, we had to go over as far as competition standpoint this year was just playing catch up. Uh, I missed the first race of the season at Tucson. Um, and from that point on, it was a, a brand new team and, cars I hadn't raced in four years and tracks that I hadn't raced in a long time and so kind of started off behind the eight ball a little bit and just tried to to really get caught up and tried to be competitive and there was a while where we were pretty much consistently a fourth and, and fifth place car I felt like we could run there no matter what night it was but the three Bill McAnally cars Todd Gill and then um Chris Eggleston and Derek Krause just always had us covered every race. They, uh, they, they were just a little bit better than us. And then finally at that Meridian Speedway out there in Idaho a couple of weeks ago, I was able to break that door down and get a win out there. Um, and then that kind of carried forward into the, the next race, all American Speedway just a couple of weeks ago, where I was able to get the second, second consecutive win uh, out there. And so just getting the momentum down and kind of getting – a little bit more melded with the team and a little bit more chemistry built. I think all those things um, led to the, the first win and success over there, as well as me getting reacclimated to the short track style of racing and getting comfortable again there. Wow. That's, uh, thank you for the great explanation. Uh, uh, is, it, is it tougher traveling to the, the West Coast tracks or the the Western tracks and the Eastern tracks. seems that you have it's, the distance between your tracks is so much more than it is out here. Yeah, it's um, 
it, it's a long travel day. It's uh, most of the weekend we run on a Saturday night, and so that means I have to spend almost all day Friday flying out there, and then all day Sunday flying back home, and so you're kind of wore out, especially when you're traveling three, you know, to a time zone that's three hours different. Um, it's been been a lot of uh, tired jet lag weekends and weeks, and uh, but also a lot of airline miles built up. Well, it sounds like a lot of racers, not just West side, Western racers uh, that put in those miles and those hours, and uh, that's just racing, I guess. But thank you so much. Uh, congratulations. Uh, we hope to see you at the banquet. And I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, because I think Jeff's got a couple questions for you. Thanks, Mike. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, Mike. Michael, thanks for being on the show tonight and taking out uh, time. Uh, congratulations on your uh, first-time win in the ARCA Series. Uh, I know we saw, we've saw we been seeing you all season. You were all so close. I, I can't remember where you were at, but we thought you were going to get your first win, and you end up uh, blowing a tire out with a couple laps to go. Yeah, that was at uh, Chicagoland. Um, what was that, I guess, about a month ago, a little over a month ago, and that was, definitely one of the biggest heartbreakers so the biggest heartbreaker of the year i felt that was a great night we kind of went out and dominated the late part of that race with mason mitchell motorsports and thought it was going to be the first time that we were able to get the sinclair car in lane and uh, into victory lane and well just uh just wasn't meant to be that night i guess um but fortunately the next race after that was when we went to meridian and then got the first pain and went out there so i don't know maybe uh Maybe that blown tire was the last bit of, of bad luck. I'll knock on one and hope so. Now, is there any challenges from driving your late model, your super late model cars to the ARCA cars? Uh, well, see, I I did very little super late model and late model racing. I did a little bit when I first got started in stock cars um, just to kind of learn. But for the most part, the last couple of years have been um, – between the ARCA cars, the K&N cars, uh, and like I said, a little bit in the Xfinity cars there in 2015. You know, I, I may not be the best person to answer that question just because of a little bit of lack, lack of experience, but the to me, the ARCA cars drive much much more similar to a super late model um, with the, the radial tire on there. It's a really responsive car and, and has a lot of horsepower, you know, 730 horse, horsepower, to the to the weight it's got a good power to weight ratio much like a super late model does so overall the response and i guess drivability of the car is a little bit more aggressive like a super late model is where i feel like the k&n cars are a little bit lazier so to say um the 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 bias fly tires that they run on don't have quite the feedback they don't have quite the response uh, not nearly as aggressive of a tire um just a not not quite as of aggressive of a drive overall. Now, what are your plans for the rest of the year? Are we going to see any uh, at truck races, Xfinity races at this rest of the rest of the year? No, I, I would love to say yes, but no, nothing like that planned as of right now. I've got one more Canyon West race out at Kern County Speedway in Bakersfield on November fourth. Uh, that's going to be the season finale out there. So. That's where all my focus is going right now, just uh, trying to finish the year off with four wins in a row if possible. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And, uh, again, uh, thanks for taking time out on the show. And, uh, again, congratulations on your first win in the Arco Series. Now I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. 
Roddy? I, I got I, I got it there. You know, Michael, it all boils down to your sponsors. Let's talk a little bit about your sponsors. Sure. Well, so this year, uh, as you guys probably know, we uh, actually debuted the Sinclair Royal car last year at Kansas at the ARCA race there, and that was their first time. That was Sinclair's first time being involved in racing uh, at all, and thankfully that was a pretty um, pretty good experience. It was uh, really attractive. We were able to grow the fan base a little bit and get some recognition kind of right there off the bat at Kansas last year, so they came in this year and decided they wanted to up it a little bit and um, committed to doing the six ARCA races that we did, as well as a handful of uh, races they were able to fill in on over on the K&N side of things. And it's been a ton of fun growing with them and learning with them. Like I said, motorsport, this has been their first foray into motorsports, and um, it's been as much of a learning process for, for me and um, my my family that helps me a lot working on the program my wife and dad and my partner Bill and we've all uh, we've all kind of grown together and learned what is going to make a successful program for them and kind of what types of things they're they're looking to grow and we're continuing continuing to learn and develop that and hope we can continue to to grow it going forward. You know, Sinclair's uh, a lot of people don't realize. Actually, one of the most common things we hear is people used to see Sinclair stations back in the 60s and 70s all over the place, but haven't seen a lot of them since then. Uh, and that's because in the 70s they were they were bought and kind of split up and then started regrowing again in the late 70s. Um, and so one of our big goals has been exposure and awareness that Sinclair is still a national gas station and fuel brand, especially west of the Mississippi. They've still got uh, over 1,500 locations you can find them in, and, and they're very much iconic. Dinosaur logo um, is something that's, I, I think – become a little bit of a fan favorite in the Arca series. It's definitely seemed to have attracted a lot of attention and gotten really good feedback. Um, and hopefully one that people are starting to recognize and look for more and more in racing. Well, Michael, you know, it was when I seen that, I seen you down in Daytona and that, that brought back memories of riding back in the sixties in the backseat of a Buick with my dad and mom. And, you know, Sinclair was everywhere back then. And then they just right. kind of faded out. Yep, that's right. And that's like I said, that that story that you just told is um, the most common story that we hear. I think every weekend I meet a new fan or someone around the racetrack or, or even someone that sees me wearing a shirt with a Sinclair logo on it that says, you know, where did you get that? I haven't seen Sinclair in forever. And um, you get that a lot, a lot more back east. Like I said, you go out west into the Rocky Mountain area like Utah or Colorado and Idaho, they got stations all over the place. So it's good to be making – that presence and reminding the people out east, especially the the racing crowd um, and the racing fans, that Sinclair is still around and uh, they're likely expanding to their area soon. Well, Michael uh, Sinclair did a great job by investing in you, and you've really done them a great job by winning the Kansas 150. Uh, congratulations! And how can everybody follow you on social media? No, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. If you look for me on Twitter, it's just Michael Self. Uh, Facebook is Michael Self Racing and uh, Instagram. I think it's Michael underscore Self. So should uh, should be pretty easy to follow there. And I uh, recommend everyone goes and follows Sinclair as well. They've got a Facebook page as well as Sinclair Oil Corp there on Twitter. They do lots of really really cool giveaways throughout the year, whether it's racing related or not. They do lots of fun stuff. Give out a lot of good information. So 
I encourage everyone to go follow them, check uh, check out their, their websites and all the different things that they've got going on, and, and look out for some of those giveaways because everyone always uh, could use some dinosaur swag. That's right, Michael. Hey, we appreciate being part of the Rowdy Maglite Show, and we hope to hear back from you and uh, have you back on again, Michael. Sounds good, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. All right, guys. Hey, I said we was going to kick the door down tonight. Austin Theriot, Thomas Prater, finish it up with Michael Self. Hey, what a, all three of them great. Rowdy was a whale of a show tonight. Uh, heck of a job in getting the guests lined up. Uh, you pulled this one off by yourself this weekend, and uh, well done, my friend. Well done. Michael's a well-spoken guy. You know, that Sinclair oil, you know, we talked about it at Daytona. It, it was it was the missing dinosaur for so many years, and then it, now all of a sudden it's back. Yeah, very much so. Well, I remember their old slogan, uh, drive with care and buy Sinclair. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, Rowdy, that takes us back a little bit, doesn't it? Man, I'm telling you, I as like I said, it's back in the early '60s. Uh, I think I actually had the, one of the little dinosaurs. Oh, you used to be able to get the blow-up ones, remember? Hey, and that's when they was uh, giving all that stuff away when they're selling twenty-three cent gallon gas too. I I take the forty-eight cent gallon of uh, gas again if we could get that. <laughs> yeah, we'd all be taking off on a long trip. You're darn right we would. All right, uh, Jeff, you want to talk about what? how, what's going, going on and kind of close this thing out tonight? I just wanted to give a congratulations out to the Rowdy Mag Light Racing Radio Show. It's been a great season doing the ARCA Racing Series. Uh, the show's not over, but the ARCA Series is over for the year. Besides the banquet, hopefully we'll get to the banquet and be able to cover that. And uh, it's been great, great year working with you and Mark. I'm glad I came on and did it. Um, I kind of hesitated for a long time to do it, but I'm now that we've done it, gone through the year what we did, what we where we're, what we're going to do and where we're going with this show. Uh it's, it's I'm looking forward to it. Um and uh thanks for the ride. Well, I'm the same way, uh Jeff, it took me 7 months after I was asked, but uh it was kind of a health situation with my mom, but once I made the commitment Hey, we've held tight to it every Monday night, except for the nights that uh, they ask us not to during the holidays. We've held tight on it. And I've tried my best, too, because, you know, with my situation and my work, it's kind of hard for me. So I do the best I can do to get with you guys. And uh, I think I've done pretty good for the for the year. Or, oh, yeah, it's been about almost a year now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so, you done I'm great. Glad we did it. Bigger and better things now. 
Hey, it it changes. It's changing day by day right now, guys. <laughs> There's been some crazy things thrown up. We're just going to have to work at them and see how we land. What about you, Mark? Wow, Rowdy, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those bittersweet shows. It's been a great show, but we're saying goodbye to the 2017 season, basically. Uh, all of us is the banquet, and hopefully the three of us will get down there and cover that and uh, enjoy ourselves that evening and do a lot of uh, commiserating with the rest of the crowd. But uh, yeah. it's it's been a great year. It's been a nice year. Uh, it's been an expanded year uh, in many ways. Uh, Jeff's been great. Uh, what a what a, a wonderful addition to the show. Uh, it's uh, more. He, I think he does more in the show than he realizes. And uh, love having him on, and, and love working with you too, buddy. And uh, hopefully, we're gonna just go on to keep going bigger and better things, huh? I'm gonna go back to what. Thomas Prater's dad looked at me and says, you know how long I've been doing my show? And I said, how long? He said, 19 years. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, we'll be having hearing aids and, and extra speakers when I feel <laughs> 19 years, Rowdy. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have the technology there by covered by then, Mark. Yeah, we're, that's what we're counting on, folks. That's what we're counting on. But uh, it's been a great run this year. Uh, looking forward to next year. And like Jeff said, we're not done. We've got we've got a few races we're gonna cover yet, folks. So, and we're gonna have a, a lot of great guests on in the next couple months. So, sit back, enjoy Monday nights as always, and get rowdy with us. And until next week, we'll see ya. Man, I'm telling you, we have really got a lineup, folks. I mean, it's it's going to be pretty awesome uh, off season to get everybody up to speed for where we need to be when we get to uh, Daytona. So I'm looking forward to it, guys. Hey, we got Dr. J coming on next week. Our favorite version of Dr. J. That's right. He's with the uh, Motorsports Group. We'll have him on next week. Hey, until then, till next Monday night, keep that light shining.
Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.